This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cleveland Browns in another big divisional matchup. Injury reports for this one. We got Gus Edwards concussion. He did practice in full today. I think he will be good to go. But Rashad Bateman and OBJ, I'd be surprised we saw either one of these guys. Bateman dealing with a hamstring injury. OBJ dealing with an ankle issue. On the Cleveland side, both Deshaun Watson and Jerome Ford popped up on the injury list with shoulder injuries. They both practice in limited capacity. I think they'll be fine and good to go. Obviously, you're playing Lamar Jackson I am still outside the top 12 when it comes to Deshaun Watson even though they played better last week even though Baltimore didn't look particularly great on defense I still did not see anything that made me feel like we need to go out and get him they obviously had the game plan they were going to throw the ball come hell or high water against Tennessee and it was Tennessee so I I don't really want to play Deshaun Watson in the top 12 does, does anybody disagree with that no. no Dan you make a great point does this remember it's Tennessee Baltimore's three versus the passing attack this year. People aren't throwing the ball over him, despite their secondary injuries. Deshaun Watson is only good when he had basically nobody playing like, you know, the the Dolphins were playing against Denver last week. <laughs> right, laying on the, he's laying on the ground. He's laying on the ground. I never oh. saw anything like that before. Ole. Absolutely pathetic. Chase, help me out with this question from uh, Bass Slayers. Waddle and Kyron for Bijan in a half-point PPR league. Um, I don't know what the rest of your roster looks like, but Bijan's the best player in that trade. Yep, that's that's usually what I go off okay. to, and that's why I would also do that. Um, Jerome Ford, let's talk about him. I'm way higher than the ECR is on him. I, I don't know what everybody's problem is. They got a 23. They got an RB8 coming into this week. Uh, the game plan was to feature the pass again against Tennessee. That's why he didn't have a ton of carries, but he played in every situation. You'd want a three down running back to play in down in distance, short yardage, two minute drill. And I hear people this week talking about how they're freaking out because Kareem Hunt ate in a little bit and Pierre strong had a carry. And I'm like, what are we talking about? Kareem Hunt, by the way, already on the injury list with a groin and shoulder injury. He barely even played last week. Sure, and I, popped up on it too, though, today. He, he did, but he practiced on a little capacity on a Wednesday. He's, he's going to play. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Uh, <laughs> Chase, help me out on this one. Where, where are you at on Jerome Ford? Am I missing something here? I, I've got him right at ECR, but only just because I, I don't like the matchup with, with Baltimore's defense as much. But, no, Jack I think you're right. I don't, th- I don't, there's, no re- there's absolutely no reason to panic on, on Kareem Hunt taking anything away. There's no reason to panic on, yeah, on Pierre Strong taking a carry or two a week, which is – pretty much exactly what he's done the entire time guys uh there's no there's no reason to panic on that jerome ford is the guy he's going to continue to be the guy uh they will throw to him they will run it with him they will they will do anything they want to do with him last week we said it was completely game planned to throw the ball much more than they ran it um i just like i said i just don't necessarily love the matchup with with baltimore here and that's why i've got him a lot closer to ecr than number eight overall but would it shock anybody shouldn't He's if getting he comes, touchdowns. Yeah. Zach Moss at 122 yards last week. I'm not really right. worried about the matchup against Baltimore. Uh, Adam, is there anybody in the Gabe Davis territory you would shoot for? I'm trying to think of examples. Uh, he's definitely not someone who I would love uh, short term, though. Uh, does anyone have any thoughts on on guys who would be in that same kind of ballpark cost-wise? 
I mean, cost wise, I'm looking at it right now as Jordan far as yeah, uh, yeah, Jordan Addison's a good one with some high, high upside who's a little bit lower right now. Um, I have I have guys like Chris Godwin lower, you know, Marquise Brown at the quarterback situation gets a little bit better, maybe. Uh the truth is I kind of like Gabe Davis. I don't not really upset with what he's been doing so far through the first three weeks. So I, I don't know if I'm in the same bandwagon as far as like looking for other similar caliber guys. Uh getting back to this real quick though, Gus Edwards is going to play. I have him at 31 right now. I'll be moving him up once he's officially uh active. So I'm not really worried about Gus Edwards there. Definitely be playing him. And thank God, because I did not want to have to talk about Melvin Gordon being potentially a thing. Are you definitely going to play Gus Edwards versus Cleveland running defense? Chris, do I have to go over the running backs in that territory again for you? Because I will. I'm just curious, because I mean, the Cleveland run defense has been lights out the whole season. It's, it's been lights out, but the, the ghost of Melvin Gordon, the patheticness of Kenyon Drake, they need a running game besides Lamar Jackson. I, I'm going to take the shot there on Gus Edwards being at least at least a, a mid-level RB3. Because, I mean, you're talking about, I don't like Rashad White against the Saints. I don't think that's really much better. I don't like Damian Pierce at all. He's been absolutely terrible. And I got Gus Edwards one spot of, of Tyler Algier, who we just talked about. So I think he falls right in there. I'm with Chris on this one. I've got him down at running back 48. Coming off a concussion with Melvin Gordon. I, I don't want to have to talk about Melvin Gordon either, but with Melvin Gordon, Kenyon Dre, all, all the I think they are going to ease him back in. I don't think that they just automatically go ahead and shovel the ball to Gus Edwards every single play. Plus, you're coming off a 100-yard game for Lamar Jackson. That might still be their best option to attack this Cleveland defense. Um, I'm, I'm much more with Chris on this one this week. I like Gus better. I like Gus better long term than I do this week. All right. So you got him at 48. I got him at 31. Let me hit the. Gus bus. Go. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep. We already put our arguments out. I want to spend too much on time on this. We're going to keep track of this. So you got him at 48. I got him at 31. What's the, what's the difference? 39? 39 and a half. Is that the difference between those two? 48 and 31. Yeah. yeah, halfway in between. Yeah, would be what well, would be pretty much dead ass at ECR. Okay, so uh, what, what I'm saying is that if he performs better than 39, I'll win this one. If he performs less than that, you 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 win that one. We'll keep track of that uh, okay. heading into, heading into well, next week. We'll, we'll mark it that way. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Prices right rules. Yes, exactly. That's plus. Right. <laughs> uh, you're definitely playing Amari Cooper. I still have Zay Flowers, wide receiver two. He's gobbling up all kinds of targets. Rashad Bateman's probably going to be out of this game. Uh, if you want a deep sleeper, deep league, I can look at Nelson Aguilar because he's probably going to take over as that wide receiver too. Just kind of throw that name out there. Uh, the guy I do want to talk a little bit more about, though, is Elijah Moore in this instance, Adam. Help me out here. I got him at 42. I can't put him any higher than that because even though they're actively trying to get him the ball and he has a 24% team target share, uh, Deshaun Watson just never puts him in a position to actually get more yards after the catch. So where, your, where are you at on Elijah Moore right now? You think this thing's going to heat up or is this going to stay in this wide receiver four territory? I think Deshaun looked better this past week. He got the ball into Elijah's hands. That's progress. Did he give him anywhere to run? No. Uh, did he just throw him the ball three yards ahead of the line of scrimmage? Yes. Uh, but that's progress, right? It's not the nine targets for three receptions. So I'm confident. I'm still holding on to him. I'm doing everything in my power to not play him. <laughs> but I, I do. I think he's rosterable. I think that there is an opportunity for high upside because to your point, 
like almost 25% target share in most situations. That's fantasy gold, especially where you were drafting him. He's a talented player. He can do things after the catch. He's clearly getting separation. He's clearly open. They clearly want to get him involved. I, I have hope for the future for the first time with him in a while, which thankfully, because I, I, I loved him coming out. Yeah, uh, me, me too. I hope I hope he can go. Uh, Chris, would you do this deal, trade away Kamar for CD Lamb? Other I would, uh, absolutely would get CD Lamb if I can get Ron Kamara. I'm pulling that trigger all day, every day. I would prefer the Kyron and Sutton for CD Lamb, Chaka, if uh, if you can do that instead. Uh, Chase, would you? Oh, that's a dumb question. Hawkinson or Laporta? You're starting Hawkinson. Uh, next one: Should I start Prescott or CJ Stroud? That's actually <laughs> a very interesting question right yeah. now. And uh, according to my rankings. I would start CJ Stroud right now, who is actually looking good throwing the football. We're going to talk about Dak a little bit later. Uh, I do want to talk to uh, Chris here about this. Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews in danger of not giving back to the ADP. Cause remember this is a guy who was drafted in the third round. He's meant to compete with Travis Kelsey for that top tight end spot, the very least. And now with Zay flowers working in the same territory as him. Mark Andrews has gone from a 34% team target share to eight, right now do you think this thing is turned around or no he played two games i mean yeah, well, he, the, the, was, he was pretty involved last week this week he wasn't as involved i know zay flowers is the guy that people are looking for but mark andrews this offense in general hasn't done squat passing attack wise mark andrews was involved this first game back after he was injured he's going to continue to be lamar jackson's go-to guy of all different receivers we're seeing in and out of the lineups and guys getting in and out, Mark Andrews, as long as he's there, he's going to consistently be more and more involved. If I trust anything in this offense, Mark Andrews, and I I don't know what Todd Mock is going to do or not do yet, but I do know that even in Georgia, he gets tight ends involved. So I have Mark Andrews, somebody I do have confidence in, and he'll be very excited to have off the line back again to help maybe he can actually get some more pass opportunities as well. Yeah, uh, David Njoku stays in that low end tight end one, high end tight end two territory. I'm not dropping him for the other guys in that same territory right now. So let's go into our 